welcome to God's Kingdom Citizens, and I'm just glad that you're here and for another daily talk. And sorry for the background background noise on uh, beforehand, but uh, this will be similar to the last one. Just no script, just me talking, really about the things happening right now in the world and like just just interesting stuff. Like recently, I heard about like in Israel. People, the Israelites are like gathering, gathering over some dude who's like, um, they claimed he was their Messiah, which clearly he's he's not the Messiah. Jesus is the Messiah because Jesus said this would happen, that many will come in His name, and that term Messiah is still a part of Jesus's name, Jesus Christ, because Christ means it's just Messiah in Greek when it's translated. So we see this happening. Like he's like 30 years old. He's we know that when the Antichrist comes, he's gonna be a complete mockery of Jesus. So and of course he decides to reveal himself around Passover time. Not reveal himself, but people are like claiming him to be the Messiah. Like he was at the um, in Jerusalem. There's a place called the Wailing Wall, which is the probably the only structure that survived um, the Roman the Roman attack on. Um, on Israel back in 70 AD so it's still standing and he prayed there and they didn't necessarily show his face and the very limited videos that they have of him but like this is uh, if this doesn't strengthen your faith and I don't know what can because God Jesus says that this would happen and we know that the period of the great jubilation is really really near and also the period of um, Jesus' second coming so this is this helps us to keep our eyes up because you see the darkness is increasing in this world we see the lawlessness and the immorality increasing like in some places it's, e- it's illegal to refer to people by the regular pronouns that god made and like you know, just things are getting out of hand but one thing to know and one thing that god keeps trying to let us know is that he's still in control God is still on the throne and nothing ever will change that because God never changes. God is good. He will always be there and he is faithful. You know, he will never leave us nor forsake us and he will always provide for us. All these disasters that are happening, all the, just with this virus alone, it's, it's been crazy just in the past two years. I'm glad that people have been waking up, but there's still a lot of the majority out there still don't understand what's going on. And what's going on is that God is in control and God's trying to tell us to repent. He's trying to tell us to turn away from our sinfulness because it's because of our sins that all these plagues, all this disaster is upon us. We have been this entire world has been getting more sinful by the year, by the day, by the hour, even more evil. And that's the spirit of lawlessness. It's hovering over the land of America, of Canada, of Israel, all, all over. And it's very close to time for the um, Antichrist to come into the scene and for the um, great period of like tribulation to happen very soon. Some people say this year, some people say tomorrow, but you know, we don't really know when, but we know the season. And God, you know it's hard to watch. God calls us to watch. 
and it will not be in vain just like our work every work that we do in the Lord is not in vain nothing that you do for God is in vain the devil tried to put that in my heart that all that I did was not enough like just a little that I do is just not enough for God and that really put me in a state of despair and God will not God the devil will use every um every opportunity he has to bring you down every single one he's, he's desperate for opportunities to bring you down that's that's his only goal in in i want to say life but only goal in the state so that's why james tells us to resist the devil and he will flee from us when we re- resist is a it takes effort to resist you can't just resist by sitting down and standing back you gotta resist it's called putting effort into the force coming upon you so and we only can do that through the strength of god and that's what makes us get closer to god and i like that because the harder pressed we are the bigger and stronger we get in god and it's just it's just amazing like and we, got, we must know in this time that no matter how dark it gets jesus said that not even the gates of hell will prevail over the church nothing will overcome the church nothing it may look like we're overcome but we are actually living in victory in jesus and as i started to see this world fall apart the world started to make more and more and more sense to me the more i got the more i started learning more about jesus the more i actually understood about the world no more questions with no answers no more guesses just 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 truth there's truth in your face it's from the bible it's that's the truth and that's my only truth. Like, let God be true and every man a liar. You know, everything in this world was started by man. Colleges, man. Job places, man. All of this is man. And it will all fall if God's not in the picture. We've already taken God out of our education. We've taken God out of our workplace. We've taken God out of our houses. He's been taken out of all of these things because we pushed him out. And everything without God will fall. And that's what we're seeing right now. So it's really time to make God our rock and to make God our refuge. And um, yeah, and to quickly change the topic. Yesterday I got strawberries, um, strawberry transplants to plant in my, in my uh, pots. I got three of them. And, and just getting more and more into this gardening, I've just been seeing the heart of God because you know, God created vegetables. He created grass and all that. He, he made us to, he created us to till the Garden of Eden. And just getting more into it, it made me have more um, understanding of his heart. Like, towards the Christian, God provides the water, the light, he provides the nutrients and everything. But it's up to the plant to receive those nutrients, to receive the water, to receive the light, and make use of it. God has surrounded, surrounded us with all these resources, and it's up to us to make use of it. I had to make some sacrifices with some of my plants because they refused to receive the nutrients that I gave to them. And God is, it's like, it's almost the same with God. We must, he gives us the, everything we need, but if we don't receive it, then what's the point? Like, as he did with, um, as he uh, cursed the tree, I think it was the fig tree. He cursed the fig tree because it bore no fruit. Even though it was out of season, it still had only leaves. And people think that was wrong for him to do, but like, 
that purpose, the purpose of the tree was fulfilled in a greater thing in teaching a nation a lesson that if you're fruitless you'll be cut down so the primary focus of the fig tree was first to bear fig figs but then since it didn't do that jesus who gives life had to use it for a better purpose and it really was for a better purpose because it showed us what it means to not bear fruit and what it, the importance of not bearing fruit and the importance of bearing fruit through Jesus. But we must also remember that it's only through abiding in Jesus, staying in the word, staying in prayer, and, and constantly communing with him is the only way we can bear fruit. It wasn't until recently that I realized how utterly weak I am. And excuse me if you hear my, um, the oven going off in the background soon. It might go off, it might not, who knows. But anyways, you know, but just staying, I just didn't realize how weak I was until I started trying to actually obey God and speak to other people about Jesus. And I did not know how unbelievably hard it was for my heart to actually do that. So hard. I don't know why, but it's just so hard for me. My whole flesh is against it. And I don't like it, but I, I brought it to God. I just bring it to God. Show him my hopelessness, how utterly weak I am. And I don't want to be that tree that bears no fruit. Even though I do the most little of all people, God can still use me. And God can still use you, whoever is listening. God can use everybody. Everybody's work in the Lord is not in vain. Because every work will be tried in the fire. So it must be done from faith. So that it may stand and be purified rather than break down. And I believe that... God is working in me some faith, building up of faith so that he can use me for greater purposes. I necessarily don't want to be seen in this world. I don't want people to know my name. I just want people to know the name of Jesus through my life. Literally, everybody can forget about me, but as long as Jesus is glorified. If they remember that kid who spoke about Jesus and that's all they remember, then that's fine with me because God is the one who sees now and we don't, we should not be looking to man we should not be regarding man as God it's a big problem we look up to men like teachers or supposedly prophets or all these people as great people but we got to understand that we are no different than each other we are all utterly weak helpless and sinful without Jesus Jesus is the only one we should be looking up to because Jesus is the perfect image of God and that's the image that we were created in, but we have fallen from that. And now God, through the gospel, has made us made a way for us to become good again. And we can do that through Jesus. Maybe not perfectly in this life, but in the life to come, God will perfect us. Because when he comes, we will see him as he is, and we will be just like him. If there's been any sin that has been bothering you, or any darkness or trouble, God can deliver. And do that's through the gospel. Hey, that's the oven. So yeah. God will deliver. So it's been a crazy, crazy year. I got four minutes left. I've been reading um Samuel and about David. It's really surprising how God used David, like a shepherd he literally he was nothing in the eyes of the world and he just brings him up to become king over not just israel but he's a leader over nations like he's been putting them under his feet and 
I just think like if I summarize that all in my mind, just look at David. He just has to sit there in awe of the power of God as he did nothing except trust God. God really works through David. It's very I love reading about David. Because especially like, you know, Goliath, you know, we all know the story of David and Goliath, but like the thing is like imagine that standing in front of someone who's probably triple your height at the time because he was a kid with a slingshot and this man has a sword longer than your torso combined and like he drops his weapons just says the name of the lord of hosts that's the name he trusts in and he gets that slingshot, and that's that the game is over. The the name, the moment he mentioned the name of God, the battle was no longer David's; it was God's, and God determined that Goliath's fate. And you know, one interesting thing also is the reason why David never actually says the name of Goliath is because Goliath means the champion, and David did not see him as any champion. And that's yeah, just an interesting fact to let you all know if you're interested in that. But yeah, just the courage and the bravery that comes through trusting in God. That's something that I want. And I know God will work that in me. And if anybody is struggling with that too, God will work that in you too. God is good. God is perfect and he is true. And he will never leave us nor forsake us. The world may be may get dark, but we must know that there's still light. Because if Jesus is still in the world, then there is still light somewhere. And we must be that light sometimes. Not sometimes, actually, all the time we must be that light. So, we must stand fast to what we believe in and never falter in our faith. So let's thank God for every day, for putting breath in our lungs, and for being merciful to us. People who don't deserve life, but he gives it anyway. He wakes us up every single day. It's amazing. So while we depart, I'm just going to say a little priestly blessing over, over those listening. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May he bless you and your family. May he bless you in your workplace. And if you're in school, may he bless you in your school. If you're laboring for the Lord, may he bless you in that too. And may he give you strength to overcome these trials and tribulations that we are all facing together. Because we are all upon the cross. We are all buried with Christ. And we will all be resurrected with him. Glory be to God. And thanks and praise be to him forevermore. Maranatha, Yeshua HaMashiach. Come Lord Jesus. And thank you for listening. And have a great day.